To start off, uh, Austin Cohen is the founder and CEO of Flexit, a fitness app that allows people to affordably exercise in a variety of gyms without membership across the United States. He has also worked with numerous other successful startup companies, such as Wheels Up, Juice Press, and Big Three. He received his bachelor's degree in neuroscience and behavior at Columbia University, where he also earned his master's degree in business administration. As a teenager, he earned the title of valedictorian at Roslyn High School on Long Island. Austin joins us alongside Justin Tereski, Flex's chief operating officer. Austin and Justin, thank you so much for joining us. We hope, first and foremost, your families are safe and well. Thank you, guys. Thank you both for uh, for having us, and appreciate the uh, the not balanced introduction. <laughs> uh, but Justin, Justin is uh, is amazing, and uh, I think it'd be good for everyone to hear his background a little bit as well, because it it really complements mine. Yeah. Um my quick overview, um, you know, um, also, you know, I can say he needs no introduction. That's, that's why, you know, that's even better. He needs no introduction. Everyone knows him as seen on Instagram as flex adjusted. Um, but no, um, so yeah, my background is I worked in large global law firms, uh, for most of my career, I worked in financial services and I always was working on startups, uh, and tech companies, um, on the side and kept kind of a day job in a day-to-day career that allowed me to you know, earn an income and save money. Um, and then when the right opportunity came up, you know, I saved up enough money that I could jump in to an opportunity and not have to focus on salary um, and, and chance to, you know, go, go all in on a startup, which is, you know, a 24-7 job. And, you know, it's the most, uh, the most work for the least pay, but the biggest reward at the end if, uh, you know, everything goes right. You know, you both, uh, obviously, two very successful uh, just in their own rights. So, uh, how, how did you guys meet, you know? So, so the story uh, gets told a little differently when I tell it versus when Justin tells it. But we met on the very first day of college at Columbia University and we were playing basketball. I took him down. I, I'm six four and I've I've got a good half a foot on Justin and I You were shorter than you. Come on. I, po- I posted him up and I, I slammed it home. And <laughs> the rest has been history since that. Well the truth is neither of us are that good at basketball, but we had fun playing in college. <laughs> I mean playing in the college gym, not playing D one college. Let's just get that right. Um, you know, and but the funny part about it is that was at the gym. Um, and then, you know, being friends in college, and Austin was, was always in the library, always working hard. Um, and um, then after school, you know, we graduated. Uh, we had different career paths, but, you know, we stayed friends. And um, something we liked to do together was go to the gym. And part of that was he was a member of a different gym than me. Um, so we would, like, go to each other's gyms and, you know, there's a you know, like I said, there's a song and dance that has to happen at the front desk because you can't just easily go with a friend. Like if you don't have any guest passes left, it's really difficult to do. And we experienced the problem that Flex is trying to solve firsthand because, I mean, I if I would have had a really seamless, smooth experience, worked out with Austin at a gym that maybe I didn't live near, um, and then I ended up moving closer to that gym, maybe I want to join. Um, but in that moment, it was like either sign up for a free trial or or don't really come. 
um, if there's no guest passes or day passes are usually not very obvious when they're at gyms. Like you go in there, they don't, the day pass isn't like on the menu. You have to like say, well, I'm from out of town or I will work out for the day. And then you got to pay whatever amount of money they tell you. And that's not usually how, um, you know, trials or, you know, pay per use typically works, um, you know, in a lot of other verticals and a lot of other businesses. So that's a big part of, you know, our friendship kind of led to a lot of realizations about um, the fitness uh, world. And another part of that for Austin too, is that, you know, he, he and I, but like, like to do a lot of different things for fitness. So right now I'm all about virtual personal training on Flexit. Um, but I'm also, you know, in the, in the old pre-COVID world, like to go take classes, uh, sometimes with my wife, uh, go to a boutique studio, um, go for a run, a bike ride, swim if the weather's right, if I'm in the right area. So, um, you know, I like the variety and the options and Flexa really helps consumers get that. So, so we gave a pretty brief description of what Flexit is um, in our introduction, but for the first time user, could either of you, as the minds behind it, um, give a brief um, description of Flexit and the idea behind it? Yeah, definitely. Austin, take that one because I, uh, I, it was his idea. I mean, I just, I helped, help bring it to life with him, but, um, you know, he showed me the welcome, the first welcome kit and, uh, you know, the rest is history. So welcome kit is our technology packaged in a beautiful box that we send out to the gyms. So every gym that gets set up receives a welcome kit with instructions on how to set the tech up. And oftentimes with a, a surprise, a nice benefit for the gym at the bottom of the box. So for us, we looked at what was happening in the world over the last 10 years, and consumers are now able to get everything at their fingertips, usually on smartphones, using the app wherever you want, whenever you want. So you think about food, there's Postmates and Seamless. You can order from wherever you want anytime. Want to travel somewhere, Uber, Lyft, a few clicks on the app, takes you anywhere up and down the city and in any country, right? You know the Uber app is going to work and they got you covered. The same thing goes for hospitality, hotel tonight, Airbnb. And we really felt like consumers wanted to access the same way in the fitness industry. So like Justin and I, back in the day, eight years ago, we want to go to each other's gyms. We were dying to be able to take an app with a few clicks of our fingers, try different gyms, work out with each other. And so we realized there was a need for other millennials and Gen Zers to do that now. Um, and we spent a lot of time studying and learning why that hadn't previously been done. And after going through that process, we started putting plans together to launch the company and the rest has been history. Yeah, I, I mean, me personally, I can definitely speak to the accessibility of actually having the app um, because, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of, speaking of basketball, kind of brought up a whole other thing. Uh, when I was, you know, it, living in the city, it's definitely hard to find, like, an open basketball court, like, wherever you kind of go. And um, I didn't really know where to go. There's nowhere necessarily that close to my house that has an open court where I can just play and shoot and, you know, it's open. But actually with Flexit, I was able to um, not only find like an open basketball gym that also had like a full weights, like the Manhattan Athletic Club was nearby. And I, I, I ended up getting like all my friends to join too, because we had like this open gym and it was 
we could actually get like a like a real game going. So there's definitely, you know, speaking to that whole like social thing, it definitely it definitely works lends itself to that easily and and I experienced that. I just thought that was cool. Right. And just to add to that too is you know, maybe it would have you would have not just walked in that club otherwise, right? You might not have known they had it. You would have known how to access it, but like you had an app, you're familiar with apps. So like, cool, I just go there, scan this, and you're in. And like maybe you're not going to join right away, but maybe in the future, you you know, after you finish school, or you, maybe you get a job or go to school in the city, that you can then maybe become a member at that club, right? So it's a chance for you to kind of experience that 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 location that you wouldn't have otherwise, and and you know, have a great experience. So. Great customer experiences always lead, you know, to, to good business for all parties involved. So that's a lot of our thinking around Flexit. Yeah, and something that I, oh, were you going to say something, Austin? No, I was just going to say that's the perfect testimonial right there. Yeah. You can filter by amenity. You can find golf, basketball, a sauna, steam room, rack of weights. Right. We want to put the power in the consumer's hands and help them to create the right fitness experience for themselves. Yeah, and speaking to that, um, something that I noticed about Flexit was the availability um, of different gyms um, around the city where I live in. Um, and I, I noticed on your website you said you work in 20 different markets across the United States. Um, so it seems like you guys have expanded very, very much. What was the process of creating partnerships with these large gym corporations like to achieve that? Yes, now you guys are asking about the good stuff. So the, the reason that what we're doing now hasn't been done before is because uh, it, it's difficult to build a network of gyms across the country. Uh, and what we are really focused on is creating the best experience possible for consumers and for our gym partners. For us, one of our core mantras is making sure there's really happy marriage between both of those. And so we set the system up in a way that the gyms were really excited to be a part of the program. Um, and everything that we do has that top of mind. And I think it's been the fact that we pay such close attention to our gym partners and what their needs are and do our best to deliver as much value to them that's helped us to scale partnerships with gyms across the country. And like you said, we expanded quickly. We launched with about 300 gyms in six markets. Now we've got over 2,500 across 23 states in Washington, DC. And we're planning to be in every state by the end of the year. So um, really focused on relationships. And we put a lot of energy into all those relationships and cultivating them. And so our advice to anyone building a network or a business predicated on relationships is to really cultivate those, to hear your customers, listen to what they need, iterate your product in a way that makes sense for them because without them, it's going to be difficult to deliver the value that you want to the other side of the marketplace. Yeah, and just bouncing off what Austin said, um, that's why we, we added virtual personal training because you know when we called our club partners, I mean, obviously devastated uh, that their clubs are forced to close and that you know, we're entering this pandemic at the time. And there, you know, a few weeks before it was us launching with a gym chain blink. Um, and then a few, you know, I think it was open for like three business days. And then COVID shut it down for us. That was tough for us as a company. It was tough for partners blink and, you know, and others, um, you know, all of our partners, because by March 20th, every gym was closed. 
So in those conversations of calling our gym partners, it was, it was mayhem, right? Like their clubs were just the, the nozzle just turned off. The faucet was just shut off. And rather than go to them and say, yeah, like we're not making any revenue. You're not making any revenue. Gyms are closed. We thought, how can we work with our partners, get them more revenue, help activate Flexit users to find ways to work out. So like we listened to our partners and from those great relationships, we came up with virtual personal training, which allows users to work out with, uh, you know, certified leading fitness instructors from our club partners. Um, so, for example, like Blink, I just mentioned before, you can go work out with one of the top trainers from Blink um, and do it on the Flexit app. So that's uh, a new feature that you can now find inside the Flexit app and on the website. And both of those accounts link to one place. So, you know, if you're at home on your computer, you can log in, take your session on your laptop. You want to move it over to the a tablet. You don't have a tablet, but you want to work out in the garage. Can't bring your computer. Take your phone with you. So that all came from you know listening to the customers, listening to our club partners, and from those relationships. Yeah, wow. So that's really interesting. So like the the switch wasn't necessarily um, like was it like immediate? Like what when did you guys really decide? You know, because it, it does seem like a somewhat drastic change it was it soon after like how, how soon after did you decide yeah it's interesting you raised that question uh, when coronavirus hit we didn't know if gyms would be closed for two weeks a month six months so we took the first few weeks to really observe and learn so we weren't one of the groups to first respond we didn't come out two days after the gym shut down with a new product and start doing live streams and pushing out recorded content. It took a couple of weeks to see what others were doing, to see where opportunities lie, uh, laid. And what we realized was that there was a lot of live stream workouts. There was a lot of pre-recorded and on-demand content and a lot of hardware in the home. And the common theme for us across all those was that you can't interact with the individual on the other side of the screen. If you're doing a push-up, you can't have somebody on a live stream on pre-recorded content or through hardware who says to you, you need to straighten your hips out um, and correct your form. And so we realized there was a real void in the market in regards to actually being able to receive personalized content. And so we looked to leverage our technology and our gym partner relationships and power for consumers that personalized experience. And Flexit, it's not only a fantastic app for those who love exercising and those who want to get into exercising, um, but it's also a fantastic business idea. Um, and from the way you both spoke about how you really value and prioritize power in the consumer, um, you two seem like very business-minded individuals. Can you tell us about some of the other business ventures that you've been a part of? Yeah, those are also really good questions. I think uh, one of the things about entrepreneurship is um, – everything kind of parlays into the next. So I've been involved in a lot of startups from both the investor side and from the operational side, um, specifically early stage companies. Um, I'm a partner at a private jet company called Wheels Up, which started as a very small company and has now grown to be a very large company. I've been involved in other fitness businesses. I've been involved in food and beverage businesses for me, the, the common thing uh, across all these has been just the uh, the excitement of bringing something that doesn't exist to the market and getting people to enjoy using it. That's been fulfilling. Um, I like the the challenge that startups startups are definitely hard. 
uh, takes a lot of hard hard work and commitment. And um, for us, that's why we do it. We we keep pushing forward every day, and um, and we enjoy the growth and and seeing how we can make impact and change the world. And um, a lot of what we do is informed by the prior startups I've been at. I know the same is true for Justin. Um, he can speak to that, but for me. Uh, a lot of what we do is inspired by a lot of what we did at Wheels Up, the way that we market, um, the way that we are thinking about the industry, right? What Wheels Up sought to do was also to create a marketplace for consumers that made sense for the other side of the marketplace to help more people be able to access something that they were looking for. And that's what we're trying to do, help more people get fit. So for me, the, my, my prior startup experience has informed this experience and everything that we've done over the last two years was going to inform everything that we're doing over the next few years. And I know that Justin's had different experience, which we also take into consideration. Yeah. And for me, I mean, I don't want to give you the full life story of every business venture I've tried or been a part of, um, but just give you a quick rundown. Like it started with college. Um, you can actually find this if you Google it. Uh, me and a friend of ours, uh, his name is Jordan Shaw. I mean, he ended, went on to be an entrepreneur, but he and I did a little tiny business where there was a rally in DC and this was in 2008 or nine ish. Um, and in that time, there wasn't an easy way to set up like a payment platform. So he was a developer, he figured out how to do it. And then we actually were selling seats to go to a rally in DC for John, St John Stewart, Stephen Colbert. So then we wrote an article about how like we started like a little business on campus um, and that was like kind of my first taste of it and it was really fun. But then I also realized it was hard the day before the rally, we had a lot of unsold seats. So I downgraded the size of the bus. And then when that happened, we actually would have sold out the whole thing. Cause everybody booked like two hours before, cause no one could figure out how to get down there. So my first business, my first like lesson was just, you know, you have to just expect consumers to do things last minute and their way. If they're a paying customer, they always want it their way. And then I actually, I went to financial services, didn't really love it. I was a JP Morgan Chase. And then during that, uh, I was linked up with a friend of mine, uh, his good friend who was an entrepreneur, and I did a loyalty reward startup um, at a time when there's a lot of companies trying to do it. And then there's a few winners and you never heard a punch up probably. So we didn't win. Um, but also from that experience, I learned, you know, something that also I do very differently. Like when I launched that company, I did it in two neighborhoods in New York. We had like, I made micro density, which is a way you could start a business. But the way Austin wanted to do it was want to launch big right away. He's like, we're going to go multiple markets and go big. And that's scary and it's harder. But when you, you build a brand that way a lot quicker and you build credibility with partners quicker, where when I did the micro, the micro launches, it didn't really get any visibility. People said, what is that? And like, no one knew who we were. <laughs> so I learned that lesson. And I also learned the importance of having good technology because in that, in that uh, startup, we had some technical problems that really slowed us down and we didn't have the right uh, tech team behind us. Um, and then I was involved with, after that failed, I went back to the working world, worked in big law, the big law firms, the global law firms I mentioned before. And then I would, every six to 12 months, I was working on a different project, got a feel for it, the founders, you know, working with them and either it was feeling good and we kept going or it stopped. And I worked on um, a, a clothing startup for boutiques where they're making a marketplace for like unsold boutique items that ran its course. I worked on a startup that was uh, dongles for cars that could track data from the cars and you could get information about your car that didn't work out um i i can keep going there's a lot but i i was it's called founder dating and then what i realized was my my my, my true founder love right here is in austin good friend of mine 
was there all along and I was looking for all these other founders, but Austin was my guy. And he actually plucked me off a big, a big project I was working on for two years. Uh, and then he and I were talking and I was like, yeah, Flexi can get big fast. Like, let's just do this. And, you know, he didn't take that much convincing. He was nudging me along, but when he first showed it to me, I was like, how do I get involved? Like, it was, it was great. We had to get him in. We had to. And it's been amazing doing it with Justin, you know, knowing him forever, with us trusting each other to death. And so we, uh, it's been a wild ride and we like to joke that we're in the bottom of the first inning. And I, I say we're in the bottom of the first inning, Justin says we're in the top of the second, but it's a blast doing it together. Yeah, so, so I mean, you both kind of mentioned it, you know, the challenging nature of it, you know, uh, how hard it is. And, and, and that's kind of what, like, leads you guys to enjoy it is the struggle. Um, so how do you, like, balance this, you know, something so challenging that is literally 24-7 with, you know, your business life with your personal lives? Well, one of the best things about all this is Justin knows what I'm going to say before I say it. And I know what he's going to say before he says it, but there's no balance. Um, it all bleeds together and it's all flexing. <laughs> yeah, literally everything is. I mean, talking about flexing with family, with friends, family events. I mean, look, like if you, you got to go to a wedding, you can't miss family events like that. You go, but um, it, it's definitely tough to disconnect because, you know, when you're running it, it you can't leave things unanswered and unattended to. And, you know, Flex, it's open 24-7, right? Like people use gyms. There's some of our gyms in our network that are open 24-7. So if a user goes at 2 in the morning and has an issue and calls the support line, like we might, we might pick up that call. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's not that extreme all the time. But, you know, especially during quarantine, too, like we're locked in digitally more than ever. Um, because it used to be like at least you would you know get in the train and you would ride home and it could be relaxing on the ride home or something or or an Uber. But you know when you're working from home, it's like you're kind of plugged in from when you wake up to when you go to bed. Um, so it's allowed us to be really efficient and really be you know working um, fast and a lot of time is spent on these kind of calls, like Zoom calls and other stuff, where we're always talking to the team trying to stay close because we can't pull together a quick team huddle and talk to everybody in the room. We do different Zoom Zoom calls and screen shares and other things so we can feel productive and like we're collaborating well with the team. So that also takes lots of time. Um, it makes the days kind of go longer. <laughs> yeah. And, and Justin, you mentioned um, how in the past with other ventures, you've, you know, things have ran their course. Some have worked, some haven't, um, but you really kept going and it seems like it's paid off here with Flexit. Is there something that um, through all of those ventures that's, you've learned that's been important to you and that's helped you um, grow Flexit? Yeah, I mean, I think what I learned from the other experiences is that like, you just have to fail really fast. Like, you know, if you're kind of hanging around the rim, like my last company before I was in Flexit, like we were kind of at this period for a couple of years of like trying to figure out how to get the product to market. Um, and you know, Austin's light speed. So Austin wants to just go, go, go. And what I realized is like, I, I'm a perfectionist. I had to learn to not be a perfectionist because you got to just start, you got to just go. And like, once you start, then you can iterate and improve and keep going and keep going. So like when you do a startup, you I like to say you fall, but you fall forward because like, you know, you fall forward, you get up, you're a little further than when you get there before kind of have to wipe off the dirt. And like that happens all the time. Like we've tried things that have been awesome features. We tried things that haven't been that good. 
we've had we've had launches and markets have gone really well others okay right like there's we just keep moving fast so everything can't be perfect but you got to just keep growing yeah so kind of to that um you know you both uh you both are I'd like to say, like, you know, uh, generally in good shape despite, you know, being on this, like, grind all the time. How do you do that as well? You know, how do you balance, you know, keeping that, like, physical fitness while balancing this entire company on it? Well, let me tell you, you just made Justin's day there. Why? <laughs> Hold on. It's called you fit there. So <laughs> uh, it's, it's three words. It's flex at virtual personal training. That's that's four words. Sorry, it's four words. Flex of virtual personal training. Uh, it's it's early in the morning. Flex of BPT sessions. I mean, Justin said it the other day. There's nothing better than quick 30 minutes with the VPT instructor, and he wants to do it every single day. That's I, I did say that. That's actually my goal um, to do that every day because like I've been reading about um, the idea of like an off day. Um, and that that's kind of like an overrated thing that like, you just need to be really careful and thoughtful with what you're working, but you should be doing something fitness related every day. Like, like you know, if you're like a bodybuilder, if you're like, Oh, I've been off day or I'm eating gummy bears, ice cream and pizza. Like that's kind of an old way of doing it. Like that's not, you're supposed to be doing active recovery. You're supposed to be walking, going for bike rides, maybe a jog, maybe light weights, but using different muscle groups. So like with VPT, it's cool because you can customize it. So if I, the trainer emails me like, hey, what do you want to work on? And I'm like, oh, my arms are really tired. I did a, a workout yesterday, upper body. Like I want to do more legs. Oh, uh, like my back's hurting. I want to do some more mobility movement. So like even though that's not like a strenuous workout, it's still something that works towards fitness and health. So honestly, for me, it really the like, only fitness I've been doing is virtual personal training and going for jobs. Like that, that's all. That's all. And I feel like I'm in really good shape. What about you guys though? Have you guys tried VPT yet? Um, I've, <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I've gotten in on <laughs> a couple of my brother's sessions once or twice. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it definitely is uh, very uh, easy to do. And uh, yeah, I mean, I like I, I was a little doubtful because I'm like, oh, 30 minutes, you know, how can I get something out of that? I've never in all my like experience weight training i've never been that sore the next day doing anything so definitely like it every minute was intense so. no because you can warm up before you go in that 30 minutes like you're just going the whole time and yeah. then you cool down after where like people might be at the gym an hour and a half two hours but you know they're texting doing instagram selfies you know talking to people hanging out in the locker room and like that's cool if you're using flexi you're paying for all that time <laughs> so with flexi vpt it's like very uh, condensed where like you're there just for like the meat of the workout and like it's up to you how you want to do the warm-up and cool down and we're actually going to be announcing a new feature around that pretty soon that's going to help instruct users on their warm-up and cool down so stay tuned for that but it, it's been really cool seeing that you can get it done in 30 minutes doesn't have to be an hour right you can get it done really quickly in your home and we can't wait till gyms reopen because then we've got people covered in and out of gyms and just have a more well-rounded product can work with more people. Yeah, Austin, you mentioned reopening um, of gyms. Um, well, you guys have clearly had to make a significant transition in terms of operations because of the pandemic, and it's clearly paying off. Um, I mean, as both of you seem to really, really enjoy the 30-minute fitness each day, 
um, on virtual Flexit. But um, as things, um, considering regard in regards to the pandemic, as um, things you know open up more um, and sort of the general um, you know consensus about the pandemic is that things are more safe. Um, what is the future for Flexit in that um, sense? Um, because I know many people aren't going to be jumping to go back to gyms as things reopen. Many people are going to stay cautious. So what does the future look like for you guys as things reopen? Sure. So our core business is still our core business. Access to gyms, walk in, it's totally seamless, pay for your time in the gym. And we're super excited for gyms to reopen. Phoenix got shut down about a week ago. But Phoenix was back to pre-COVID levels before it got shut down from the May 18th opening through last week. So we have no qualms that people will go back to gyms. Gyms aren't going anywhere. At the end of the day, you cannot strength train at home the way you can in a gym. And so we're looking forward to the reopenings. People are cooped up. They've been at home. They haven't been out of the house. We're social beings. We want to be in a gym. Uh, with that said, it's going to be some time. Some states are re uh Closing down again, Florida shut down again for gyms um, in some capacity this week. And so New York is still not open. And so uh, a little bit touch and go now. But I think more than ever, our hands-free tech in light of COVID is exciting to gyms. I think that our pay-per-use model and means for trying gyms is more exciting to consumers than ever before. And so we think that we come out of COVID a better company one that the market's more prime for on both sides. And now we have the digital product, which we weren't planning on launching before COVID. So we're looking forward to that, that transition point and more of the gyms coming back and being able to serve more people. Our, our number one motto is to help more people get more fit. And I want to tack on one thing too. Um, and I'll probably could do this spiel for me, but the vision of how these are going to tie together is, is as such. So you in your pocket have this app, right? That you know you can turn to for your fitness. Like whether or not you need to decide what you want to do for a workout, you know that we're going to have you covered. So you might look and say, okay, I'm in New York. I got a gym by me. I'm going to go to the gym. Or you can say, I can't make it to the gym. I'm going to book in my virtual training and just get something in here and do it wherever I am, just body weight stuff. So the idea is that Flexit is like your fitness uh, companion wherever you go, you know, wherever, whenever is a tagline. And now it can serve even better because there really isn't a gym every single place in the world, right? So now you can, you know, think about a time zone, right? Think about how that can be beneficial for you. If you're traveling overseas, there might not be a gym that you can access when you're traveling because um, there's no Flexit, say, you know, wherever, somewhere in Europe. But maybe if you're even 12 hours ahead, you could take a session with someone on the East Coast at 7 p.m. normal time for them and then 7 a.m. for you, which is normal time for you. So you can get, you know, fitness anywhere you are, even if it spans way beyond where flexit gyms are available. I definitely think that, you know, with this increase in um, Corona that <laughs> it's definitely uh, I, I always think those gym rats will still be there. You know, I think that that that's not really a concern. I I kind of believe because i think even with corona especially there's there's definitely so many more people that um are uh what's the word um you, like more more aware of fitness i, th I think social media and like internet 
like you, you see so much more fitness nowadays. And I definitely think that, you know, uh, I, I, I do, I do agree that, that, that it will always be there. And, and that this definitely does seem like realistic. Well, what's also interesting about this too, that I've been thinking about is that when people are, especially when people were locked in at home and they couldn't even really even leave or weren't even comfortable going to the store, like everything was shut down out of the gate. Like, I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, I don't go to the gym, but I like to go for long walks or I'm going for runs or working out outside or stuff, stuff like that. Um, you know, they might, um, because they were stuck inside, they didn't move at all. It's like you had to figure out a way to move your body. Like you can't just sit in your bed and then go to your desk and then go back to your bed. You got to move and do something. So like I, I have this steps tracker thing that I use. Uh, my parents love it too, but I'm always curious like how much I'm walking every day. And my numbers during quarantine dropped way down because in New York, I used to walk seven, eight miles a day just by living in New York, right? Like I walked to the train, walk in the subway, walk to the office, walk out for lunch, walk to the bathroom, walk back to my desk, walk to a meeting. Like it adds up. And I don't have that. I'm walking from Zoom room to Zoom room and that's not walking, right? So I think there's people who are like, this is not good. I'm sedentary. I'm not moving. So they've thought about fitness in a different way with like, I need to actively do this. I can't just be an active person who likes to spend time outside and, you know, walking because that's not enough. Um, they ha you have to seek out some kind of fitness. Yeah. And for me personally, I've never actually, um, before this quarantine began, I've never done any weight training. Um, when school closed for us, I was in the middle of lacrosse season preparing for that. Um, so every day after school, I was running on the field. Um, and, you know, like you said, just by nature, living in New York City, you walk almost everywhere. Um, you get a lot, a lot of exercise in from that. Um, so when I understood that I couldn't leave the house as much as I would like to, um, you know, I, I, I began doing virtual sessions with a trainer um, and actually really beginning weight training that I've really enjoyed um, over these past few months. And you guys have capitalized off of that, um, you know, increased, um, I mean, for me personally, at least. Um, I know that many others as well have, for the first time, gotten into actually scheduled regular exercising amidst the pandemic. Have you guys seen an increase in that um, based off the traffic of your app and the amount of people who are doing virtual sessions with Flexit? Yeah, definitely. The use cases vary, but I think more people are realizing it's it's important to be healthy, right? To your point, they're not moving around as much as they did before. I think they're realizing how easy it is to do. You don't even need equipment. With VPT, you can have a full gym or you could just use body weight. You could do it outside on the porch or you know, you could do it in your living room or bedroom. So I think the fact that people have been cooped up, they're in the kitchen, they're around food all the time, has pushed them to get healthier. And I think people have realized how easy it is to get healthy at, at home. Justin actually ran a, a session called Healthy From Home, where he walked people through how easy it is to uh, to to uh, to stay healthy while they're at home. And um, Lincoln bio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and and that's been uh, a key takeaway for us. So we're trying to integrate aspects around nutrition and other programming that will be helpful to people as they start to work out at home using Flexit VPT so that they can become as healthy as possible 
so that they're well-rounded. It's not just what you're doing in the gym and the cardio you're doing and the weights you're lifting, but it's also how you eat. So we really want to sit at the center of that wellness experience, help people have everything they need, access everything they need in the fitness space and wellness space. And if we become that hub, then we begin to play a really important part in people's lives. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think that, uh, as Jack has mentioned and, and, and you've mentioned, you know, um, the, just staying at home all the time, it, it, it forces you to, to be more unhealthy unnecessarily. And, and like you said, being in the kitchen. Um, so how much do you think diet has, has to play into fit fitness and, and, and how do you guys operate around that? You want to take that one, Jess? Um, Jess is a bit of an expert in this domain. What, diet? Well, the thing is, like, I know a good about a good amount about it. I'm just from, like, listening, getting content is from many, you know, from flexive EPT trainers and dietitians, and I'm really interested in the topic. Um, for me, like, I'm a strong believer in just something that's sustainable for, for you. Um, so, you know, if you're going to work out like crazy and eat terrible food like it's just not gonna it's not the best way to to be fit right because you could maybe be getting bigger muscles lifting heavy weights taking supplements you know you get creatine proteins whatever but if you're eating unhealthy processed food like you're not doing good by your body and you might not be a healthier person like you know if you're a college student you want to like get big or whatever you know it's you can do that but like it's not good eating processed and unhealthy food so i think like trying to find ways to just eat healthier generally like and not overthink it uh and don't don't hold back from eating things you like because then you're gonna binge like if you don't eat all day because you're really busy and you're just like oh i just gotta eat something like if you say you gotta eat something it's probably gonna be some kind of fast food stuff you can grab at starbucks you know something you can grab that's a bar you know that's not real food right so like i think for me um, the more I try to plan my meals out and just like have a meal that I can eat that's healthy during the day, like I'll grill a bunch of chicken and then put that on salad, put that with rice and vegetables. Let us like throw that around. And then like I have healthy food all the time that I like. And then I put different kinds of sauces on it to make it interesting. So I'm really busy during the week. I'm not like worried about my food so much. So, you know, on the weekends and like I eat my favorite foods, like, okay, fine. I get this pizza around. I'm not going to say like no pizza for me. And then one day I'm going to lose my mind and eat a whole pie. Like, <laughs> so I got to eat like, okay, I have a slice or two. And that's what keeps me sane. So for me, I like just try to be reasonable, sustainable so I can do this my whole life and not just like have a crazy diet, get super ripped and then like then just go back to eating crap. Like I just I'd rather just do something I can level set for a while. And flexibility. That moderation is really important. Mm -hmm. Moderation is really important. It makes it easier to stay focused when you're when you're not cheating. Right. And it also keeps the body, you know, helps reset the body. Austin's an insanely clean eater, but he also loves candy and cookies. <laughs> He's so clean. I mean, we, we, we can leave that for the after session, though. Yeah. After podcast. Burgers, broccoli, Rob. That's that's your thing, Austin. Egg whites. He's great. Austin, Austin eats really clean, especially on the road. And, and you guys have seen Flexit become um, become a company that, you know, um, is giving virtual sessions um, and is giving guidance on nutrition and diets. Um, you, you transitioned into that from a company that simply connects exercisers to, to the gym. 
Um, and Austin, you mentioned before that um, you want to be in all 50 states by the end of the year. And so as you guys expand, are there any other significant, go- significant goals, long-term or short-term, that stick out for you guys? Um, yeah, I mean, that's an important one. I think the first milestone we want to get to is gyms reopening across the country. That's a big one for us. Um, we were hockey stick growth in the first quarter, and then the gyms closed. So we want to just pick up where we left off as quickly as we can. Obviously, we have some of that going now with the virtual product. But with our core business, we want to move back to that. So I'd say that's the first. We want to start to populate more of the country, get more gyms on our platform, get as many users on the platform as we can, and just keep running. Uh, we feel like we're really we're hitting our stride in the spring. And so the number one thing for us is just getting back to where we were and running again. So this is kind of uh, unrelated, but I, I guess uh, a good way to kind of end it. You know, you both obviously um, are, uh, you know, you seem to get along very well, been friends lifelong, and you seem very good at like the whole, you know, keeping and maintaining exercise and, and personal well-being while operating, obviously, this very challenging thing. So I guess my real question is like, you know, do you guys argue? And if so, you know, how, how do you deal with that? Yeah, so you take that. I, uh, uh, he, Justin never gets on my nerves. Oh, come on. He gets on my nerves. Austin just knows, he just knows how to, how to, how to, how to deal with me. You know, Austin just got good at like, okay, he's just getting pissed off at everything. Let me, let me just get pissed. And then I come back around and some days, I'm coming in and I'm happy and I'm the most chipper guy in the room. So, I mean, I think it's just it ties into like stress, sleep, like we're just busy all the time. So, you know, we can't always be our best selves, but we try. Um, but, you know, we're giving it our all every day, you know, like we're, you know, and you're like on the last set of a, a lift or, you know, running a marathon, like we're, you know, we got to keep going and powering through. And sometimes you, you get really tired. Um, but no, I think we get along great. And, um, you know, I think, you know, startup is like, like any kind of fitness, like it's hard. You got to stick to it. You got to set goals and you got to meet them. If you stop, then, you know, you, you stop, you lose progress and uh, you slow down. So I think for us, it's just one of the challenges, like keep helping each other push through. Um, Austin has an insane ability to consume information at light speed where I'm more of like, I want to take it away. I want to think about it. I want to look at every detail. So like we have different skill sets and it complements each other. And um, so, you know, I think for the most part, um, we have, we disagree on things. Um, but usually I think 99% of the time we come to some kind of, um, agreement on where we land and Austin's great at taking feedback. I'm okay at taking feedback. <laughs> um, and you know, I think we usually land in a good place, uh, by, you know, collaborating and sharing how we feel and, and growing from there. I'll just say there's, there's no one I can spend. I mean, Justin and I, if you put coronavirus aside, we are together all day, every day, except for a few hours on Sunday. So six days a week, all day, every day, spend way more time with him than his wife does. Uh, that's a lot of time to spend with somebody and to never get tired of it. Um, so it's, uh, and it has to be that way. It's amazing that it is, but it has to be that way to, to do what we do every day. So 
it's uh, it's wild looking back at that that basketball game when I when I backed him down and dunked on him and then stepped on his shoes and slapped him in the face. But no, I had a three point <laughs> shot in his face to win the game. Uh, remember what happened in that game? <laughs> I don't think it's just crazy to see what what happened so many years later and and what we're doing together now and it's awesome. Well, we really appreciate you guys having us on. It was a blast talking through stuff with you guys. Anything we can do to be helpful, let us know. And, um, you know, we, we appreciate being part of the family and love to get you guys on VPT. And also, guys, you can, um, any any of your listeners and followers, uh, you can email us if you want to ask us any questions. So Austin and I have almost the same email. So Austin at flexit.fit. Change the A to a J for me, Justin at flexit.fit. Um, and then, yeah, you guys can try a virtual personal training. Reach out to us if you have any questions. Right. Yeah, thank you guys so much. The puzzle is really awesome. We really, really appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And, and um, uh, Jack, looks like you're in some kind of uh, gym gym or something with that wood background. I think you're going to turn that away and see a squat rack. Uh, no, I'm actually not, but I, I mean, I, I will turn it definitely into a home gym um, <laughs> as soon as I get on the VPT grind. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Love it, Jack. Thanks, Thanks Ethan. Appreciate we appreciate it. This. Thank you guys very much. You love so much. Have a good night, guys. Take care. You Bye. too. You too.